What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network. Riotcast.com Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your grief flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you could follow me on Instagram and Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. I really do now actually keep up with my social media. So, and I want followers. Like all this time, I should have like 10,000 followers by now. And I don't because I never, ever really did social media. Like I never made any posts, but I do now and I'm going to moving forward. So please uh, follow me on Instagram or Twitter and or Twitter, um, at Strict Anonymous. If you could also subscribe to my YouTube channel, that would be great. I love YouTube. It's a great place for people to comment and talk about the episodes. And I always, I reply to every single comment on there. And I love the people who talk to me on YouTube. There's one guy, I'm going to give him a shout out because Joe Mahone, I think is his name. (laughs) I never know how to pronounce people's names, but he is is such a fan of the show and a fan of me. He just, I don't know. He's so nice. I love his comments. I always comment to him back. And uh, so there's that. I had to give him a shout out because he's, he's a, he's a massive uh, commenter. And I like that. Like I said, I love hearing from the people who listen to my show. Right. Uh, if you want to, if you haven't subscribed to my podcast, wherever you're listening to it, subscribe. If you could write a review, write a review. That would be really great. Actually, that guy, Joe, was like, oh, I want to give you a review. I just can't. But you can actually give me a review. If you're listening to my podcast on iTunes or Stitcher.com, you could read, read, leave uh, reviews there. So leave me a review if you can. If you want to join my Patreon page, I put up a video now on Patreon. So you could go to my Patreon page, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. There's a video of me telling you everything that you get on my podcast. I mean, on my Patreon, why you should join uh, the benefits. Like I said, what I offer on all the tiers. So go to my Patreon page to see that video, hear all about it, join up. I love uh, the people who sign up for my Patreon because not only are they signing up for it or no, not only, how do I say it? Because they're supporting my show, right? I mean, I've been doing my show for six years now and I never have got a dime for it. I've never tried to monetize it. I've always, it's always been on my to-do list, but I need it to be fucking quarantined to figure it all out and get it all done. (laughs) But I have been doing it for free all this time. And so it's nice to have that support from people who listen to my show. Of course, I'm not going to stop offering my free uh, episodes, but 
If you join up for my Patreon, you'll get a lot of additional, really interesting, exclusive content there. There's three tiers. I explain all about it. Go to patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Watch the video if you want to hear more. Uh, today, I want a guy named Micah. Now, I have been talking a lot of my intros about how backed up I am. And uh, this guy I spoke with, Micah, literally like very early on. Maybe he was the second person I spoke to in quarantine. And I can't, now I know why I waited so long to post his episode because it was super fucking interesting. But I waited so long because there were so many interruptions by my son. I mean, I wish I could air all the bloopers. I think I might do that for my Patreon members. There were so many times my son came in screaming and yelling because it was like the beginning of the quarantine and he just was not used to having me 24-7 on his ass. And this guy was so patient with all of the interruptions and just stuck to his story, never complained once, was super calm and just, like I said, went on with his story and uh, we were able to tape his whole episode. And like I said, I was like, why didn't I tape this a long time ago? Because it is so interesting. But uh, it was because I think I knew it was going to take a long time to edit all the all of my son's interruptions out of it. But I'm glad that I did. Uh, you'll definitely find this guy's story fascinating. I don't want to say interesting again. I say that word way too much. Um, he has been by since the dawn of time. I mean, he has all these things that went down and that he did when he was younger, including like, you know, stimulate, simulating sex with his brother. And then he had a best friend and they were jerking off together. And then there was like a pedophile in town who was like <laughs> jerking off young guys in bushes. Like that's a fucked up story. He did the right thing in that situation. Um, he has crazy stories about his cousins and how they tried to hook up with him and his other cousin. And I think his other cousin, and I know, I mean, I know his other cousin hooked up with him, but he didn't hook up with his cousins. And he tells that whole story. And he, this guy gets into a lot of details. And then it, you know, and then he winds of getting married because he's bisexual right he winds up getting married and uh he's pretty open with all he's had two wives and one girlfriend those are the three relationships we get into and he talks all about what he did with guys either behind their backs or while he was with them and the first one he did it behind his wife's back the two other his girlfriend and his third second wife he did a lot of things with them there's threesomes there's cuckolding situations there's a lot of anal play with his first wife she knew that he was into guys but he cheated on her behind her back adult video store stores glory holes threesomes with married guys i mean there's so many great stories in this episode that you'll want to hear so i'm just going to get right to it and be right back on with micah Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Hey, Micah. Welcome. Hey, Micah. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? Doing well today, Kathy. Good. So you sent me an email, and you have so many interesting stories. I mean, typically, I really don't like to read through long-winded emails, and I like I prefer like to not know anything. But I like read through your whole email, and it was like one fascinating story after another. <laughs> 
So I was like, maybe I'm just going to be able to sit back and let you tell this whole story because it was very chronological order. Right. And there was like a lot of things that you hit on. And I don't know, it was all so fascinating. I mean, basically, you're a guy that's been, I would say, you call yourself bi, right? Bisexual from yes. a very young age. And you've had a lot of like very interesting scenarios that have happened to you. So why don't you start from the beginning like you did in your email and then just go through it? Well, listening to your podcast, you speak about impressions, what happened at a young age. Yeah. What, you know, what made the impression that would make you buy? And I, and I said to you, I don't... I, I think I was born that way because, I mean, it's, some stuff I'm going to say is almost embarrassing. That's why talking to you, it's like, I can get this out. Yeah. I was like, well, I've been holding this in all, all my life. Uh-huh. I'm 60 years old. Um, I... Um, my I have young, I have a brother younger than me, three years younger than me, and at a young age, I'm talking, I'm six or seven, he's three or four. You know, we call we start we call it making a movie, and I would get on top of him, and you know he would close his legs like it was a vagina, and I, I mean, I'm so young that nothing's happening. We're just pretending. And right, but you remember it. Very, That's interesting that you actually remember what was going down at three or four. You know. I, you know it's listening to your show that the tape started playing. Oh, interesting. So, and really? That, and that wasn't, yes. And that wasn't, um, I didn't happen often. Uh-huh. I happened two or three or four times in, in our lives. But, um, and then by the time I'm eight, say, I'm in the woods somewhere in the town I grew up in. And an older kid in the neighborhood, a young zoo, had his cock out, and he's, you know, asking me to, to suck it. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not get out of here, you know. You're just going to piss in my mouth. That's all you want to do. And he said, no, 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 I won't do that. I won't do that. So I took it into my mouth, not for very long. I don't remember sucking on it. Just I had it in my mouth, and it's like, this is, you know, at the time, this is fucking the late 60s. I can't do this. So I didn't know what to do with it anyway. I was only like eight. What grade is sure, eight? Do you remember? Like, what grade is eight? Eight is probably third grade. Oh, wow. Okay, and now what grade, uh, how old was the kid, the guy, the other guy? He was, he was probably sixth grade. Okay. Yeah, so he was old enough, because, I mean, by, by sixth grade, most kids are probably, you know, masturbating by then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway. Yeah. So, um... So right about that time, um, another kid in the neighborhood, I used to go up to his parents' camp with him, and we built these forts out of, I grew up in a paper mill town, and back when they, before they put the OSA laws in, and not OSA laws, the Clean Water Act, they used to use the rivers to get the wood out of the woods into the mills. And so this, this, these uh, four-foot logs are lying all over the place, and we build these forts, and we climb inside of them, thinking nobody can see them, see us, but I mean, there's gaps in the big of a, a log cabin, and um, you can see through that. But anyway, we'll get in there, and he's the one that introduced me to masturbation, and he had, for if I'm eight or nine or ten, he's two years older than me. Yeah. So he matured early. He had a, I cannot believe this, to think back on it, I cannot believe the size of, he was a kid, the size of the cock he had. 
So, you know, I would stroke it and stuff. And I, I'm not, I'm just an average guy, you know, about five and a half inches. But it's one of those, I, I'm a growing on a show. So I didn't, um, I, anyway, compared to what I had my hand around, it was like, look at this thing. Right. So that's fascinating. That's fascinated me. Um, but. But yeah, like so when that, you guys like jerk off, like how did you, I mean, maybe it's just too long ago for you to remember, right? Like. How did that situation come about? Like, did, was it discussed? Did he just pull down his pants? Like, did you guys go in there knowing that that's what you were going to do? Or do you not even remember how it sort of happened no. that you guys are there with your pants down jerking each other off or jerking off together? Um, I think he would have had to broach the subject. He brought it up, and, and because of my something internal, because of the you know, Growing up with my brother, the, the kid that I put the, his, his cock in my mouth, I was, I was, you know, yeah, yeah, let's do this. You know, what are you talking about? Masturbation. So um, he never touched me. Um, I, I, I would, I would play with him, uh-huh. but he never touched me. Um, and I probably only did that four or five times right. in, the, in the whole time I was in there. But I mean, we were best friends. I guess he was my best friend. But um, then what happened was, when by the time I was 10, my parents uh, built a house in a different part of town, and we moved away. Well, we didn't move away. We moved to a different part of town. So, um, you know, I'd see him once in a while, but I didn't chum with him anymore. Right. You guys weren't so, jerking uh, off together anymore. Right. And like I said, he never... He, um, it never he went never farther than me. that. No. Mm-hmm. No. And I, and I think back on it, if he would have asked... I probably would have done whatever he wanted, but uh, he didn't. He just, and I never, he, he never had an orgasm. He'd tell me, oh, if you stroke there for 20 minutes, you'll see what happens. I don't know if he would, if he was old enough, to, if he was mature enough to have um, cum come out or not, but I wasn't into this. I'm not just going to sit here and stroke this thing for 20 minutes. First, my arm going to get tired. Right, and neither so, one uh, of you would come, right? Neither one of you. And then you would just, like, no, stop and go no. play. And, like, when you were, like, in regular no. playtime together, not in those, like, log forts, did you guys ever talk about it, or did you just like pretend like it didn't happen when you weren't when it wasn't happening? You know, because you guys were best friends, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, the only time I can remember um, is he he had old, he was a younger so probably five. Uh huh. He told his brother that Mikey jerks off now. Right. And his brother just looked at me like you know, shrugged his shoulders like, "Hey, join the club, I guess." Uh, yeah. Right. The guy and, thing. Uh. Yeah. Just to be. A, like I said, it's a you know, what teenage boys do. Yeah. And um and I probably did it I did it a lot. It was it was interesting. Uh-huh. Once you have um once you have that first orgasm, it's like, wow. Right. Because I wasn't like I said, we weren't neither one of us were orgasm. We were just playing around. Right. And uh, so I mean from there I once had a fantasy when I was probably seventeen, eighteen. I had a real uh, a friend, a real good friend, who played sports together and stuff. So I showered with him plenty of times. So I knew that he was fine. And I masturbated one time and you know fantasized about him. But um, now I'm probably, like I said, high school, maybe a senior in high school. So I'm dating my first wife. So um, I've gone on to you know I'm with my wife now. So yeah, but wait, more. wait, you're miss, you're forgetting about that guy. There was a guy in your town, right? This is before the high school oh. thing. 
Remember, there was a guy oh, in your town, an older guy that was yeah. doing shit with people. Like, you can't skip over yeah. that. This, this best friend of mine, um, one time he says... The same uh, friend that you were doing going in the forts with, right? That same guy, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, same guy. I got into this with masturbation. He, um, he says, hey, you know, so-and-so, and, and he was kind of, like I said, he's one of those guys that, in a family, he'd be the uncle, stay away from him. Yeah. And, and, he, and unfortunately, he, he he looked like that. I, I don't want to say he, he fit the terrible the, the, the stereotype was was perfect. It was it's strange how that was. Why because he was before, creepy looking, or like what do you yes, mean? Uh huh. Yes, he was just he was creepy looking. He was weird acting. Um, he had a reputation. He had a, he had a, 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 a nickname. The town called him that wasn't very you know it was, it was derogatory. Yeah. And um, so he was just known around town. Um, so my friend says, you know, if we're going to bushes over here. Well, there's a part of town. We go over here, blah, blah, blah. And we, and we jerk him off. He'll give us a dime. A dime. Thinking, oh, my God. A dime. This yeah. is the 60s, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how old was that guy, that. though? Do you remember how old he was around? If, I mean, yeah, I... If, I was, if I was 9 or 10 and my friend was 11 or 12, this guy was probably, he was easily, he was, how much old was he? He was at least 25. Right, okay. You so know, he 25, was like, 28. Right. Yeah, so um, so the one the one time that I went over there and went into the bushes and they both pulled their cocks out because my friend had this huge cock. Well, this guy had one too. <laughs> and I'm so, 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 not, <laughs> so now I'm like, well, I got this little thing here. As much as an average old me, and and I don't know if it was part of it. I was embarrassed that I wasn't as big as them, but I like to think that I was also thinking, "What am I doing here?" Right. <laughs> and so, so the the old guy, the older guy, the pedophile. Now that we know what's going on these days, yeah, said you you got to leave. Do if you? you're not going to participate, you got to leave. Right. And I said I said fine. So I, I left the bushes. And I just stood and I just walked away and stood and waited for my friend. So they both come out of the bushes and the guy jumps in his truck and he drives off. And my friend takes me back into the bushes and shows me his cum. And that's the first time in my life I ever seen that. You know, like, oh, so that's what it looks like. Because I'm not mature enough at this time to, to you know, to have cum. And where and was so the cum? Like on his dick? Like it was the guy's cum? Like on his dick, the guy had No, it was. No, it was on the ground. Oh, right, right, grass. right. Okay, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was the only time I did. I know one time we were standing downtown, and he come by on his truck, and I saw this, and I don't know if they knew who I saw, but I saw them make eye contact, and I saw head nods, and I said, that guy made a right-hand turn, which leads me to believe it. Wow, he took that right. That's going back to where they met. And all of a sudden, my friend says, hey, I'll catch you later. Oh, he was gone. so they so knew they, that myself, was like a, the deal. That was how it went down. So, so I have no idea how often he did that with that older guy. But I know twice. And then it's like, we well, now I think back on it, it's like, how many other young kids were he doing this with? Yeah, you know, totally. I think back on it. I should, have, I should have been telling my parents. But it's like, I, I didn't get any... There's like no harm, no foul. I'm not. He's not, to my knowledge, he didn't do anything but just jerk him off. Well, that's bad enough. 
I understand that. But I don't think he was penetrating him or anything like that. He wasn't right. raping him. Right. He mm-hmm. was just I mean, you don't know how far off. that ever went down the line, but no. I think it's super confusing no, for you at your age to have the wherewithal to just like really note that you're supposed to go and report this. Do you know what I mean? Like it's right. it's it's confusing and well, yeah, well, in those days, I mean, I'm talking late 60s. Yeah. Um, it's just that it wasn't talked about. Right. You know, it was just more stay away from that person. And 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 I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to rat out my friend. Exactly. You know, and up, you'd be like, maybe you're friend. worried that you're going to be in trouble because you did something. You know what I mean? Like, what were you doing in the yeah. bushes? And it's I think like, that it's like right. a loaded kind of a thing, right? So I think a lot exactly. of kids keep shit to themselves that they shouldn't. Because, you know, it's hard at that young age to have information like that, you know, in your brain and know what to do with it. You know, it's almost like too much. So I think a lot of times kids don't know really what to do and they don't do the right thing, which is go and tell. It happens all the time. Even now, I think. Even now. Especially in those days. Yeah, exactly. They they just didn't didn't do anything in those days. I mean, they just wasn't talking. It was just stay away from that. You know, stay away from your crazy uncle. Yeah, but well, and also though, if, even but they wouldn't tell you why. Right, exactly. But I just think from. that it's like what I think also is like at that time period because it is so long ago, right? And guys being with guys is like so much more taboo than it is now, right? Like by the time you're in high school, right, and you start dating your first wife, do you know that you like guys? Like, is it sinking in on you? Are you confused about your sexuality? Like, how do you, or have you just detached from the things that you've done and sort of in denial about it? Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. I don't, I, I don't know, because I didn't, I didn't know what bisexuality was. Right. I was too young. I, I don't even think they talked about that back in those days. I wasn't confused about it, Kathy. I wasn't, it didn't affect me. It didn't bother me. I like, like when I was like a senior and I was, and I fantasized about my, my friend. Yeah. Um, that had the big cock. I didn't think anything, anything more about that. Um, so I don't, I don't. I don't, I don't know. I can't say I thought it was normal. I don't. I just didn't give it any thought. I didn't think about it deeply. It didn't. There was nothing I ever really thought about. It was just like, hey, I like this. Yeah, right. I okay, knew that's I did, good. But, uh-huh. I, but I didn't know what it was called. And even even in the seventies, I don't know. I was young. Maybe bisexuality was a word then. I don't know. Right, I mean, right, right. But you weren't. Then, was just, you weren't worried that you were gay or anything like that. Is what I'm saying. Like, you no, 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 no. Oh no. Right from as right from the I've always appreciated 
the female body. Right. Right from day one. So, um, well, day one, when I was old enough to realize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so now you're dating your wife in high school, right? And you, I remember, I think you said, like, you put on, like, a porn or something with her. Like, now there's, like, you guys are watching porn together or something goes down, right? Where you oh. say, you bring it up to her, right? Is that what happened? Yeah. I do have an, one impression, though, that might have made me, I wonder, if you want to hear yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like, I get term, a fat ass. You know, the women have, like, um, like a... Jennifer Lopez or Beyonce type of the woman's in shape, but she's got a big ass. Yeah. So I so I like my first wife was as my mother once told me. Your father said he had the girlfriend at the time was built like a brick shit house. Um, <laughs> well, when I was young, um, my grandmother, my paternal grandmother, lived at a camp and didn't have a running water. The water came, they ran a, a line out to the lake, they had one of those old-fashioned pumps, so they pumped the water in and boil it before they used it. So we had to have had an outhouse. Oh, my God, okay. So, so, so in the middle of the night, if you had to go to the bathroom, which my brother and I were just kids, we didn't have to pee in the middle of the night, but my grandmother and her husband would, so they had a pot that they would pee in instead of going out to the outhouse. Well, one time, my grandmother's up, and I'm awake for some reason, and she doesn't know I'm awake, and she's peeing, and she stands up, and she bends over at her waist, and so there's her ass looking at me, and I get this weird feeling went over me, and so, and I'm an ass man, so I often wonder. Jesus, was it seeing my grandmother bent over at the waist, make me an ass man, talking about impressions. Right, right. You but, don't know, right, um, if that got wired into you because that was like I a do, first Woody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it didn't really, it, I, I wouldn't say it, I felt the weirdness in my in my penis. It was just, it was just weird. It was just weird, but I do love the, the female bottom. That's the, that's the shore. Right. And, um, so I often wonder if that was it. But um, anyway, so I mean, I'm like, yeah, um, how, how do we start talking about porn? So that was a long time ago. I mean, I started dating her in 75. Um, we couldn't, you know, we didn't come of age where you could really purchase it and go view it. Because back in those days, and as the drive-ins are falling apart, they all shifted to showing porn. Um, so we'd go to the drive-in, see some porn, but then we could go rent VCRs and rent tapes. and so how that all came about, um, obviously it was my, in all my relationships, I've had three, um, it's me, I make the suggestions, I ask the questions. Um, so we, um, I might have been, when I got to be 18, because she was older than me, um, went to the driving, because I was of age, and hey, let's go check this out. Yeah, sure. I mean, she was a... She didn't ever ask to do anything. It's like she never, she said she never had any fantasies, but she was very open. Behind closed doors, she and I, she was open to, I mean, I never went down any S&M roads like that with her, but she was very open to, okay, let's try that. Right. So we went to watch, we went to the drive and watched the porn, and she was just, I mean, I could reach over there 
her finger hurt, and she was just ripping. And um, so from there, I was like, oh, she likes porn. And so over the years, we watched a lot of porn together, that's mm-hmm. for sure. But her, her, her funny thing about that driving story was um, her mother asked her sister, you know, where are they tonight? You know, where's Micah and, 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 and your sister? Yeah. Oh, they went to the drive-in. Right? She's just a kid. She's younger than we are. She don't know. I'm to the driving. So the mother gets out the newspaper and sees what's playing up the driving. And it's pulling. <laughs> oh, oh, man. When, my, when she got home, my, my wife, well, my girlfriend at the time got home because she was raised a good Catholic girl and this and that. And her mother was just upset and so disappointed in Micah and this and that. She never said a word to me. But, Hilarious. you know. My wife comes to, oh, man, my mother was mad. I wonder if they had, that's a very smart, like, I mean, I don't remember them ever playing porn and drive throughs when I was little, but, like, maybe I didn't know about it, but that's, like, actually, like, a smart way to, like, you know, to have, like, drive throughs because then everyone's, like, kind of in their car, and they can fuck, and then they're watching it, right? Like, they should have those now. Yeah, I'm surprised, because to jump ahead a little bit, um, well, it kind of flows along. I went, I went into the military. Yeah. And, um, and uh, that's how it is. I said, look, um, I'm going to go in it because I just, paper mill wasn't for me. I was too undisciplined to go to college. All I would do was party. So I said, I got to do something. I'm going in the military. I said, I'm not, you know, ask her to marry me and come with me. So when we ended up getting, I ended up getting a station, um, they had the same thing. They had driving, porn. And the funny thing was the porn, the porn, the, the screens face the roads. <laughs> so you could drive, I mean, it's like a, kids are driving by seeing this. But we quickly figured out that the first two films were soft porn. Yeah. And the last two films were hardcore. So I was like, we skipped the soft porn. Okay, we need to do such and such a time, get to the hardcore. And we'd go there and watch, sit there and watch. But we didn't do anything in the car. I mean, I might not, well, I'm sure I fingered her. But yeah. um, we'd go home, then we'd go home. She'd be dripping wet. I'd be ready, I'd be horny, and we'd have you know, great sex. Yeah, yeah, as, I mean, so we really did watch a lot of porn. was <laughs> embarrassing. Yeah, but, but, you, but you brought up the, the thing about other guys and you with her, right? And you And that conversation came out through you guys watching porn together. Isn't that true? No, she, she and I never, um, because I had two relationships. She and I, we were fantasized. Cause towards the, I, mean, I was married to her for 18 or 19 years. Um, towards the end, when, you know, when we get into petting and stuff, um, I would talk about when I was, when I, um, you know, banging her, I'd talk about, wouldn't you like to have a big cock right now, a big 10 inch cock fucking you right now? And of course, she'd get into all that. But we didn't take, I didn't take the conversation to, Let's do that. Right. Um, but didn't you like I, 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 talk about, like, see a, a thing with the guy fucking another guy, and it didn't bother her that, like, you were into oh, it? Oh, oh yeah, right? yeah. Isn't that- um, yeah. So, so I did admit to her, I said, I admit to her 18, 19 years, um, and you've dated. I was probably with her 23 years. Um, at some point, you know, so now my, my, my box come, my history, you know, with the fantasizing of my friend at 18 you know, the jerking off of my friend, and, you know, I said, um, I, you know, I, I just, you know, I think I want to get, 
you know, people used to stick a vibrator up my ass or a dildo up my ass, and they just <clears throat> start down that road, and I bring a, essentially a, 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 a straight tape. I say that strangely, but in the straight tape was this scene where this guy is banging another guy. Yeah. And it didn't it sent me over the edge. It didn't bother her at all. She's like, fine, right? Whatever you want to watch, because it's it's inside the confines of our bedroom. This particular time, we're in the living room, but it's you know it's she and I, and she was cool when it comes to she and I. You want to watch male porn? Okay, gay porn, whatever, whatever you want to watch. Uh-huh. I mean, she'd watch. She she had no, I had no inclination at all that she had any interest in women. Boys didn't get uh, lesbian porn turn her on. Right. But <laughs> her thing was, was it didn't matter if it was a man looking at a woman or a woman looking at a woman. She liked a woman. She liked to watch a woman get wrecked. Right. And it really sent her off. And so I might have asked her one time, but no, I don't even listen to that. That's just porn. And I said, yeah, that is. That's just porn. And so, so, she likes to watch the woman get wet, so so get you know. Then you get lesbian porn because <laughs> there's a lot of women you know, get licked, right. sex uh-huh. going on, like yeah. cunnilingus, as they say. But um, so we never. But um, we did talk about going to an orgy, and we was and I said we'll just go, just you and I. If we like it, you and I will pull up a corner. You and I will, you know. We'll have sex. It'll be just you and I, and you know, and we'll see. If we, we'll see how it goes. But something happened. We had to go back to our hometown, and so I had to call up and say, "Ah, I won't be there tonight." And then we never went back and addressed that again after that. Right, it's, but, but was probably, she the one that you used a strap on with and let it like had anal sack? Like, didn't you do that with her? Was that her or somebody else? Yeah, you know, all three, all three of my relationships, uh, I had strap ons, but with her. I think the story you're referring to is um, she liked to do that too. Um, like I said, in the confines of our bedroom, um, she was she was she was she was freaky. Right. Um, so, like I sorry, one time, so she she must have had it in me because how does it get it in the hand? It's obviously than it is the pussy. So she must have had it in me, like a 12 inch, two double headed dildo, and she must yes, so she had it in me. And it had to be me. I was always the one that, that asked and made the suggestions. Well, how about you turn around and back up onto the other half of this thing? Yeah. And so she's like, yeah. So she backs up onto it, and we get it in her. And then we just, I mean, we couldn't have been, well, obviously we weren't going 12 inches apart and slamming our asses against each other. Right. But we was probably pulling out three or four inches because, you know, you know and then just slamming our asses against each other. That was cool. Yeah, that was because she had that she had that ass, and um, um, it's another thing about those asses is um, is that is a like when we're sixty nine, um, I can have her sit up, and and um, so it's almost like I have one cheek, one you know, her ass cheeks would be in my eye sockets, my nose would be hypothetically jammed up her ass, so I couldn't breathe. You know, she'd be smothering me, and, and, that, like and that? that's smothering. Oh, love that. Right. Love that's that. like a thing, and right? That, that's like yes, that thing is. that some people are into, right? Yeah, yes, mm-hmm. it is. 
And it, so, so then you know, that course when I couldn't breathe, and okay, I have to take a breath now. I just push her back a little bit more so I could breathe through my mouth. I mean, I'm licking her, her pussy and stuff, but um, so that's push her back so I could breathe a little bit and should you know, lean forward, and you know, and um, so that was you know, I'm gonna forgive. Then it evolved into I'd be doing a doggy style, and I just my big ass, slap that ass. And over the years, you know, slap it once in a while, but over the years, all of a sudden it's like harder. Oh. And then harder. And harder is like harder. Like I couldn't slap her ass hard enough. Right. And, and, I, and I'd get it real close to me, like, like on the, like almost on her, on her, on her asshole. And I, so close to me, I'd hit her so hard that that ass would, would, would vibrate almost, and I feel that in my cock, and it was like, ah, this is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. so that's quite. So as I'm orgasming, and you know, I've been smacking that ass, and she's asking me to hit it harder. So, um, so that was, and then we got she. When we first got married, we tried anal sex, and that was, yeah, it was okay. She didn't, she didn't say anything. She didn't tell me to stop. She let me finish, but. You know, it's, it wasn't my thing. So time goes by, like I said, as a long time. Once in a while, I would try it. And then, towards the end of our relationship, um, she got to where she liked it. And she and then she started orgasming with uh, two anal sex. She had a couple orgasms. Right. Every time I'd put it in her, in, her, in her ass, and it's like, man, this girl is freaky. <laughs> yeah, she was very open-minded. But let me ask yeah. you this, because I know that you said, I want to make sure we get to everything within the time we have to talk. I know you said that during your marriage to her, right? Besides, like, you guys are doing all these great things, and you're living out a lot of your fantasies with her because she was so open-minded. But you also did start hooking up with guys behind her back, right? Yes. Yes. Um, I guess I'll focus on her. I forgot about that. Um, yeah, so... That was, we married in 80, by 93 or 4, you know, these urges start to come. And so back in those days, it was pre-internet. So I go to a, a book a bookstore, and, they, and they'd sell these little advertising books. Yeah. And, I, and I'd pause through them, and, and I answered an ad. And this guy sends back the answer, and um, so we must have started talking on the phone, obviously. So he said, hey, my wife's uh, working uh, Saturday morning. Why don't you come over? His wife knew that I was coming over. My wife didn't know anything about this. Right. And so I, so I told her, I got to go meet this guy. I think I'm going to go look at it. Uh, he's got a gun I want to look at. So I go up to his place, and we talked for a while. And um, he's like, well, what do you think? I said, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll suck your cock. So I go to his place. I, I go to crawl between his legs in the chair. And we kind of both looked to my right, his left, and there's a door there with a window in it. And it's like, we both got like, well, I guess we need to get out of here. Yeah. So we move over to the couch. And um, I, I blow him for a while, and, and I finish him off with my hand. And at this point, he goes, when I go upstairs and watch my, some porn with my wife getting fucked by black guys? Oh, my gosh. Like, like, well, yeah. I figured, why didn't we go upstairs and do this to begin with? Yeah. Why wouldn't I blow you when you're watching your wife with black guys? But anyway, um... Was his so wife home? Did you see, meet his wife or no? 
Yeah, no, because she wasn't home then. She was working. Oh, right, but, right, yeah. So he told her, he said, hey, I got, the guy's cool. Uh, you know, let's invite him over. So I went, I don't know, one weekend I went back and, um, and, uh, when you she know, was there. I, she was there. We had, we had a threesome. Um, like I told you, um, oh, I kind of glossed over that thing with my cousins. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's why I'm wired this way, but I just don't get erections with women that aren't my mate. Right. And I don't know why that is. Uh-huh. And so I was useless to these people. I mean, I, I you know, I'd lick her, I'd blow him. He'd blow, they'd both blow me, trying to get me hard. And he wasn't particularly hard himself. I said, no, if, if, you know, if you two have sex, maybe me watching you, I might get a hard on, but I didn't. And she, she goes to the, the, the drawer, the, the end table was at the bed and pulled out a fist. And I'm thinking, what is this? <laughs> and so at, at, she liked to be fisted, and you were you did yeah, that for her, right? He's, he's smacking that on her on her pussy, and I'm thinking, and she's working. And finally, I just took over and I tried to put my fist in there. I couldn't, I didn't dare go push past my knuckles. Yeah, but um, you know, she did. She did come, so she came all over my hand. But um, I don't know if you want to go back when I first realized I didn't, I don't get hot on without a woman who's not my maid is when I. Was at that family reunion when I just turned eighteen, and um, so these two cousins of mine come from out of state. I don't know who they are. I've never met them before. One was I was just eighteen. One was twenty. One was twenty-six. And these women of the world, I do believe. Um, they, I mean, they were even cornering my fifteen-year-old brother, trying to get, trying to make out with him. So anyway, we leave the we leave the reunion. We go to a party. And then when we leave the party, um, all of a sudden, the three of them, you could, my cousin, the male cousin was 24, and he, he was a whore dog. Um, off comes the clothes. I'm kind of like, what? And next, one of them's all over me, you know, and it's like, I didn't work out well at all. I mean, you know, what, you know it's like, what's going on here? What's going on? My mind was racing right out of control. You know, my cousin's. Yeah. Um, you know, and so I was like, this thing isn't getting hot for nothing. And that's the first time I'd ever been with a woman besides my wife. Right. And um, that didn't work out, but those, that male cousin, those, I think they continue that relationship. I was like, yeah, it's crazy. But so after I met that couple, and so from there, I went to back to the bookstore, and I'm thinking, oh, they're showing porn out back. So I go back, and there's these holes. I know nothing about this. And I'm watching porn, and the guy sticks his finger in. What the hell's that? So I rub his finger back. Nothing happens. I leave. So I go back again later on, and I'm sitting there watching porn. All of a sudden, a car comes through the, the hole. And it's like, oh, yeah. this is what this is for. Now we know them as glory holes. Yeah. And um, that's true. That was probably 1994. I left my wife in 98. So for four years, off and on, I'd go in there and, um, you know, suck dick and I'd get my dick sucked. Um, Then one time I met a guy in there and he starts, we start talking and he says, well, come on my house. So I get condoms. Yeah. So I go to his house and he was the first guy that ever, that ever penetrated me. Uh I mean, obviously I had the dildos, but... He was the first man that I ever had, uh, you know, sex with like that. 
And so that was cool. And that's now I'm transitioning out of that relationship into the my second relationship. And um, she, another one. I mean, she was open-minded. Um, so I'm now I'm going to be in, I've been penetrated by this guy. I bring up to her about dildos, no problem. You know, she put a strap on on, and you know, she fucked me. And but um, so I took it a step more with her because like, we're just in this relationship. If I, I blow, if I blow this up, doesn't matter. Yeah. I haven't lost anything here. So I say, you know, like that, men fuck me. And she's like, hey, I think that'd be cool to watch. <laughs> and so we, I think, but I think by this time, adult friend finder, me and Nessie and adult friend finder. So we went on adult friend finder. We found a guy. He came to the house. She always lived with her. It was always two houses. She it was her houses. And I blew him. Actually, I met him first. She was away, and I met him, and I blew him. And I went home and called her and told her all about it. And so she's masturbating on the other end, and I'm thinking, wow, this girl's this, this might be the real deal here. So she comes home. We call the guy up. He comes over, and, you know, I blew him. She blows him. He fucks her. I fuck my girlfriend. But he doesn't do anything with me. He doesn't penetrate me. And that kind of fell apart. You just, I don't know. You just, I don't know what happened. But, um, so I'm back on adult friend finder, find a guy. Say, I'm going to meet this guy because we worked in the same building together. That's how we met. Uh Um, I'm going to meet this guy. So I meet him. I come back. She wants to know all about it. I tell her. Comes to the house. You know, we're watching porn. We're talking. And, um, my girlfriend says, you mind if I take my pants off? And of course, she looks at her like, no, I don't mind. So, just very quickly, because we're in the living room watching porn, talking, yeah. my my girlfriend's riding him. So, um, he had a nice cock, and she's riding him. So, I'm, I'm looking at her pot, and she's telling him, hey, he's looking my ass, and shit like that. And, and that proceeded. He went upstairs, and I you know, and just played the three of us sucking each other's dick. Everybody's, you know, taking turns looking at her pussy. With, with, you know, I suck his dick, she sucks his dick, he sucks my dick, all that. And then he penetrates me. Um, and it, you know, he would, he would fuck me. And then what I, I think I told you, what I discovered was, because we didn't, he was a couple teacher, we got to know him really well. He, he, would, he would come in her. I would use condoms when they would do me because of the cleanliness factor. Yeah. And I did, I did listen to your podcast. I am a guy of a guy, as I do douche myself out before I'm going to um, be with a right. man. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know, I mean, I've heard you talk, I've heard others talk about, ah, it's, it's, you're right, you're right, you don't have to do that. Maybe it's a psychological thing with me, but I do um, <clears throat> anima. Yeah. And um, so, so, <laughs> so when he come, he with me when he came, he came in, in the condom. Uh-huh. But with her, we, so when he come in her, then I would then fuck her, and to have that warm sensation of that come in her pussy, that was really a turn on for me too, right there. Right. So and and so that that probably only lasted a couple. Years. I was only with this woman for a couple of years because my my now wife. I've known her for 12 years. She was a real good friend of mine. 
I spent time with her and her abusive boyfriend, but um, I go to work out of state. So that kind of puts a divide between my girlfriend and I because now we're not together. And it was kind of, we actually didn't discuss how would I move into this bedroom and I pay you rent. So we're getting to that point anyway. And um, so this. Becoming more like friends talk. instead of like lovers yeah. or something, right? Yeah, uh-huh. maybe, you know, maybe I'll bang you once in a while, you know, but it's just, you know, it's going to be friends. Yeah. Until I could find a place to live. But uh-huh. now, wife calls me up. She knows that, that through her her boyfriend, like he and I are friends, so we, I've told him that I'm looking at this woman that he knew, and uh, I don't know her name is Julia or something. So he goes home and tells his girlfriend, my, my now wife, uh, Mike is thinking about leaving. He's going to call Julia because she kind of knew who she was. And so she leaves him because he's been abusive to her for 10 years. And she calls me up, and I'm in bar, I'm in I'm out of state, and she goes, um, what do you think I'm doing? I mean, I'm like, whatever. You know, I've left him. And she left him three or four times. And every time she leaves him, she'd tell me, and I'd tell her, don't go back, don't go back, don't go back. But she always went back. And um, so I said, yeah, yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, 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 here we go again. You left him. No, I left him. And I said, whatever, babe. And I didn't call, I called babe, but I didn't call babe then. Whatever. And um, so we talked, and can I call you tomorrow? I'm, I'm all by myself, working out of town. Yeah, call me tomorrow. And I could tell within the second or third phone call that something's different here. You know, she, and she's, I'm, I don't know, like, she's like six foot two, you know, 240 pounds. So I like my women with big asses. Yeah. The second, second female I was with had a big ass, built the same way as my first wife. My first wife was more prettier, but this woman just had a, had a big ass. And, um, well, my, my now wife was my friend, good friend for 12 years. I didn't look at her that way. She's yeah. not even five, she's like five foot seven of an inch tall because I measured her one time as we got together. She weighs like 115 pounds. Tiny ass. You know <laughs> so I never looked at her that way. Yeah. yeah, she had a cute little figure. To me, it's a cute little figure. Right. Right? She was little. So I'm thinking, huh, I think she likes me. Yeah. Why? What? You know, uh, it's always like, okay, because I, I always, I fell in love with her mind. Obviously, if I, if I were, if I'd have been about her body, it, she was too small for me, but it was her mind. She is a funny woman that I've ever met. She has a quick wit and a sharp tongue. Right. And I felt that over those 12 years of friendship. She'd get on me and she'd ride my ass and would laugh and laugh and laugh. Uh, right. So but now she'd call me and it's like, really? She likes me? I'm thinking, what do I want to do here? You know, I mean, she's a small, petite woman. She doesn't fit my big ass uh, theories. Oh, yeah. And so I, um, I, so I'm, I'm going, I'm coming home. I'm going to go play a golf tournament. And, and I'm gonna, I got to drive right by where she um, works and lives. So I call her up and I say, um, hey, I'm going to be driving through. You want to get something to eat for supper? And she says, sure. So we go to this pizza joint, have a pizza and beer. And, you know, a little footsie going on. She, she, it's, it's, it's summertime playing golf. So I got shorts on. She's got a, a skirt on. She's, she's got out of work. So all legs are bumping up against each other and stuff as we sit across each other in a, in a booth. And um, 
that night, I end up at her place, her, her mother's place. Her, her parents had just split up, and her mother's at the house where her father got a trailer, travel trailer, parked out back. So we spend the night in that travel trailer, and so it's on, right? So she's blowing me and stuff, and I'm licking her, but I can't get an erection. Oh, no. She's not my mate. She's not my mate. Yeah. So so we get into spooning. I said, let's get some sleep. I get up early, I go play golf. So we're spooning. And I have to get up and go take a week. So I come back, and so I just open the trailer door up and piss off the trailer and close the trailer door and come back in, and I start spooning again. Well, now I have an erection. And, you know, it's like 3 o'clock in the morning. So I was like, hey, it's up now. And so we actually did it twice that night. And so that's, that's one weekend. The next weekend, I tell my then-girlfriend, you know, this isn't it. We're, we're just fooling ourselves here. I'm leaving. And um, so I drive up, I'm driving up the road, telling my parents, hey, I need a place to live. And because she was living up by where my parents were, and I go to her place, and we just, from that point on, I ask her, can I, can I, we're going to buy a trailer, can she stay with me here at your house? My parents are cool. Yeah, yeah, sure. But she never, she kept asking me, let me be able to backtrack here. She never had, she kept asking me, what was it about, Let's call her, I don't know, Joan. What was it about Joan? She couldn't figure out why it was you with this woman. And I, and I wasn't going to tell her about what, or, you know, I wasn't ready at this point to tell her about my bisexuality and the fact that, you know, we have these guys would come over and this one relationship, a guy came for like two years. But the one time, she thought that she wanted to be with a woman. So we... I was a friend finder, found a couple. I met him first. Then I said, yeah, I think this will work. We go down, we meet him, and we leave, and we go back to the another night, and we all four of us end up in bed. And my then-girlfriend, you know, they each other licked each other, so they get to experience that. I don't know if that other woman had done that before. Probably she had. But it was the first time that my then-girlfriend had done this. Yeah. And another time, I couldn't get an erection. But um, I could remote my girlfriend. But not like I said, I jumped off doing her and I jumped off her and I put it in her for a little bit, but I didn't get a good vibe from my girlfriend, so I went soft. Yeah. So now I'm with my, we're dating at this point, my, 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 my now wife. I drove on the road one time and she said something about a pain in the ass. And I said, well, I hope so. And she looked at me real strangely. What do you mean by that? And so I said, you know why I was with Joan? I'll tell you why I was with Joan. Because I'm a bisexual, she was a, uh, she wanted to experiment with her bisexuality. We met a couple, and you know, and then it was from there. I just sp- spilled my guts about what we had done, you know, about the guy that came by for two years, and about the couple. So, so now it's the conversation. Right? We get home, we're still having this conversation. She's she's asking me questions. She's confused. She grew up. Her mother was very religious. She went to church, to church twice a week, Wednesdays yeah. and Sundays. And Sundays, then they also threw the Sunday school into Sundays. So she just doesn't understand that stuff, right? She just didn't grow up this way. But it was later in the night, we were in bed, and I noticed a funny look comes over her face. I said, What's the matter? She said, I don't know, but I'm having these really weird thoughts. And, and I said, What? She goes, I don't know. I think I want to try this. And a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, I said, well, um, 
Joel, what do you want to do? And because her, the abusive boyfriend she had was a, was a, had a fucking huge cock. You talk about this, I've been listening to this Will guy on your podcast, the woman that was Will. Yeah. And she said he had like eight inches around and 12 inches. My wife could take that guy. Right. She take that thing either down her throat or up her pussy. She could take that guy. Back on adult friend finder. Now I introduce her to adult friend finder. And we find a guy. We, we communicate with him quite a bit because he, he lives probably a couple hours away. So he's going to be in our neck of the woods. So we meet at a restaurant. And then there's a hotel next door. And we all agree to go next door. And the first thing we do is we get in the shower. And so there's three of us in the shower. And she's just between the two of us. And she's just looking at me. Like, this bright eye, like, what now? That type of look. And I just gave her a look. I looked, you know, I knocked down towards his cot. And so she reached down and she started soaping it up and cleaning it. And of course, she's doing the same to me. And she's like, wow, this is really cool. I got two cots. And, and from, so went to the bedroom, so had sex with him, blew him. Uh, I don't remember if he blew me, but we blew him and he banged her. Um, and that's when we found out, now I found out, he was wearing a condom. And my wife rose off and says, if he'll kiss me, why won't he fuck me without that condom? And um, so the two of us will look at each other, look at her, and he goes, okay. And she pulls his condom off. And, you know, he fucked her. And, um, and I said, I was like, what are you doing here? And she said, she's got some sort of latex. She's got a certain type of condom she will use and a certain kind of condom she won't use. And so, whatever. I mean, it wasn't right. But um, so we, he didn't, but we was looking, because of her boyfriend, we was looking for a big cock. And these guys, they tell you they got him, and they don't. Or maybe <laughs> they think, well, maybe they think six and six and a half, seven inches is big. And, hey, I wish I was that big. But she just got done living with a guy who had like 12 or 13 inches for 10 years. Right. And so, second guy, the second guy, he said, well, what 10 inches do? Well, like, well, yes, if that's what you got. And we went down, we met him in a hotel, spent some time with him, got to know him. I mean, it's, we always did that. We'd speak, talk for an hour or so. And then he's up to her, what do you want to do? And it, it wasn't verbal. So she, she and I just making eye contact. We talk with our eyes. And so into the shower we go, and we come out, and he was he was 10 inches. And um, that was a good time. I enjoyed that one. And, and, and she and must have about, too, right? Yeah, because talking to her, I've heard you say getting past the cervix. Yeah. And, and I've read about this. I've read Playboy for 30 years, 30 or 40 years. Um that they call it, he called it, and Playboy said the same thing. It sounded like a room back there. And as he slowly put it in, because she's this tiny woman. And yeah. he's like, wow. And, he, and he's kind of surprised. And, and I'm underneath it because I was 69. And so I'm watching it right there. And he's standing on the floor at the edge of the bed. And he, and he gets that. And he, he, he can't believe it himself. He's like, wow, you're oh, I'm hitting your room. I'm hitting your room. And she's just groaning. Just fuck me. She and, likes um, it. She so, can take it all the way yeah. in. Oof. All the way. I think she could just will. Yeah, I need to find him. But um, yeah. So we so we have a good time, and then you know he does me, and I find out oh, I can take ten inches too. So that was quite a surprise. And um, when we finished the night up, there's two two double beds in this hotel room, and he's just 
fucking her for all he's worth. He's got a, a leg up around her head. I'm sitting on the other bed watching that, and her juices is flying right. all over the place. And I'm thinking, because she's thinking, she told me later when we were driving home, discuss this. She said, I didn't think that you like that. I said, what do you mean like that? We had a funny look. I had a funny look because I couldn't believe what I was watching. I couldn't believe your juices were flying. Right. And then we, you know, we, we met a few more guys. They Once again, they, they lie about their size. Um, they were uneventful. Um, that one guy, guy wasn't even, fast, the yeah. 10-inch one. Did you ever that see him was, again? No, no. And I don't know. I don't know why we didn't. We Are never, you still with her? What's that? Are you still with her? Yeah, we're still married. Um, I actually told about a dream I had the other night. Um, but we, this was it's probably been 10 years now since I had a man. I don't know why. We just we just kind of drifted away. I wasn't really, because of that religious upbringing, she, 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 I got to almost like get her over that hump. You know, this is like, ah, uh, this isn't right. This isn't right. If I get it over that hump, then it's game on. So, how much do I want to push this? I'm not 100% sure that she really want to do this, but she does it. Probably 2010 was the last time I've been with a man. And we didn't, and, and she wasn't into that. I think it was the guy himself. And she walked away and said, hey, you guys do what you got to do. We was in a sauna place. place um, but it was a, it was both. And it was couples. It was, it was, there was a, a, a hotel beside it where everything was where they'd go swing. But it's starting that sauna and just getting, you know, getting, getting their groove on, so to speak. And so, you know, she let me. I ended up, you know, I was doing a doggy style while I was sucking his dick. And so, you know, it come and then, then we just laughed, left the poor guy there, like, ah, oh, we'll see you later. But probably <laughs> four or five years ago, we, you know, I was having a few beers, and I come home and I get this, get the urge, and I, and I went on about front finder, and I. You know, we did a thing, and she caught, and she found it. I didn't tell her I did it. Times I'd go and she, she always found it. Like I would do it, then I, then I, then I, then I, I'd, 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 I'd reach out to somebody, and then I would tell her about it. She always catch me before I even tell her. So, so, she, so I think there's a little bit of trust issue there too, which, which, which had, makes me hesitant to to push her to do this stuff, but. Four or five years ago, so like I said, I, I go back on there, had a couple of beers, put another profile on there, and a guy hits me. And that's like a Friday night, Saturday morning, she sees it. So we're doing my phone, you know. But anyway, so, so she's okay. Let's do this. And so we, we're getting ready. We're going to meet, he's going to, we're going to his house. And, and I'm in the bathroom. She's all sad. I'm, whatever I'm doing, finishing up and um, getting prepared, getting ready, whatever. And, she just she thrusts her pelvis towards me and goes, the juices are just running down my leg. And so it's like, that's what I want to hear, right? Yes, I got her over that hump. I got her to relieve her, leave her religious past and get to the other side. But then she Googles the guy. Out. I'm not meeting this guy. So, I, you know, I text him and I say, you know, the gig's up. We know who you are. He played toy. So don't play toy with me. So I just stopped texting with him. So from that point forward, now we just, you know, we, we're fantasizing. We always fantasize, you know. Uh, 
But you don't go. You haven't. You, know, you don't go behind her back and do stuff, right? No, no. I never. I haven't done that. Well, once when we first, very first started dating, I went back to that uh, adult bookstore, and, and an older guy, he was older. I kind of think back a lot better now. He actually took me in a room and pulled out his teeth and gave me oh, a blow job. That's <laughs> so, gross. You know, but but that like that was. Very, we weren't even married. We've been, we're married within 10 months. Right. So we weren't married and you're yet. together and for I'd a never, long time now. Yeah. yeah. 17 years of summer we've been married. Um, so not after that, never again. No, not without her being there. And so we fantasize. We fantasize about big cocks. And, so, and, you know, and that's what we're doing now. And so I'm thinking, it's time. I, I, I find your podcast. And it's like, it's time to start, start bringing this up. Because I can bring it out. You know, it's just, it's, it's hard to find a, you know, how do you go about finding a good guy? I don't know. And, um, let's go on over to see the show on CNN, Lisa Ling, this is life. She did a thing about swingers and we went to a New Orleans. They took over a hotel and I've heard that on your podcast before. They were just yeah. thinking, that's what I want to do. So, I don't, so I'm going to, now it's like, okay, it's been 10 years. I'm going to be 10 years next month in May. That's my birthday. She, I can tell more stories about what she done on my birthday, like going to Florida. There's a place called Rooftop Hotel down there, which is a swingers hotel with a pool on top. She took me there for my 50th birthday. Surprised the hell out of me. They only won it one time. She did anything on her own. But um, so it's like I'm gonna now get the virus. So everything's done now. Yeah. But when we get through all this, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say, babe, I want to go to an orgy, and we'll set boundaries. One thing, she didn't have to set boundaries. It's been with five men, well, six men. She didn't participate with the six one. She, you know, she just like does what you want to do. And like I said, I did a doggy style. Why I sucked them all. Why I sucked them. But um, you know, set some boundaries. Let's go to an orgy. You know, and it's like I don't want. I'm not in it for women. She knows that. So let's go. You know, probably if we can find a buy one, that'd be great. But generally, they had a sexual as far as I know. And let's go. And, and if we find a guy. That big cock, and, and we and we have a connection. You know, you can bang them. Otherwise, it's just you and me in a corner, like the same conversation I had my first wife. It's just you and me in a corner, and um, you know, I, I really think she'll be up for that. But now this freaking virus shows up. Yeah, there's no so, orgies that are going to happen, and who, who knows? knows when that's going to be so, able to go down? Yeah, so. But at least, yeah, isn't, you know, considering how old you are and when you sort of been doing these things, you've been very lucky, right, that you've been able to sort of let most of your freak flag fly with most of your women, especially your last two, right? The first one you were doing stuff behind yeah. her back, but she knew a little bit right. of what you were into. You've happened to be with three very open-minded women. You've been able to live yeah. out most of your fantasies and you're still with a woman that's down and open and you're going to be able to do even more stuff with her. So, I mean, you're one of the lucky ones. Yeah. That means I get my opening next month up to 10 years. This is my birthday. So it's been 10 years. I'll get through this virus. Let's go to an orgy. <laughs> the, the, the thing about, I do flash back to my first wife periodically because <clears throat> when, uh, unfortunately for reasons that I don't, we don't have time to get into, she wasn't a very uh, intelligent woman and there's reasons for that. She was dyslexic and they didn't catch it. She went to a Catholic school and she was way into the like, fourth grade before I even realized she couldn't read. 
Anyway, she had no self-confidence with her intelligence, but so I figured, well, what's, you don't have any intelligence. Well, why did you have a borderline nymphomaniac? So I asked her, so she says, well, I said, all we have is sex. I said, our whole relationship is based on sex. That's okay when you're 20, 25, 30. I'm 35 now. Let's talk about peace in the Middle East. You know, let's talk about... Right, you, you didn't know, have that with Whatever. Her. And then have that with the second girl was the antithesis of that. She was very intelligent, very intelligent. So that's what, besides a fat ass, was her intelligence. Well, Micah, let's, I, I can have a relationship based on sex. And I looked at her and I said, no, I can't. But I flashed back periodically that when, when she said that, I could have really pushed the boundaries then. You know, she, I think she would have done what it, you want to be with a man? Let's be with a man. Right. And I'm thinking she was so... You want to go to an orgy? Let's go to an orgy. Yeah, but you, <laughs> so okay, would, yeah because you, you were shoving things in your ass with her. I mean, like, and she saw yeah. you getting into guys online. Like, she would have been down if you would have taken it to the next level for sure. Yeah, yeah. But you've been lucky yeah, to have it, that with other women. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how it worked out. But the weird thing is, uh, neither one of the three, none of them fantasize, which I, I don't understand. But my first wife, she would have been double penetration. Right. Because she loved it in her eyes. I'm saying, man, I could have done double penetration with her. She, she would have, I think she would have taken, I, mean, I think she could have evolved and she would have done trains, gangbangs, because she just liked it. Yeah, but and I'm sorry. I mean, take, I don't know why you're not, like, like the wife that you're with now sounds like she'd be down for a lot of things, too, considering the stuff that you've done yeah, with her. I mean, I, I just recently tried, tried to get her to fantasize. And she would be a podcast. It got me to talking to her and, I hear different things, and um, I try to. And she knows I listen to you. Yeah. Um, um, she calls it porn. I said it's not porn. It's, I, Has she ever listened to it? it? No, no. Yeah. I'm going to say, look, you say this is porn. I say I'm just listening to voyeur. I'm just, this is. I'm just being a voyeur, listening to people talk. So here, listen to this. So I don't think I'm going to listen to have a, if, if this goes, goes out, gets posted, I don't think I have a listen to this because I don't want to know about the glory holes and all that stuff. That's yeah. A, you are the first person. You are the only person I've ever told that to. So right. you talk about being a therapist, like, I'm getting my therapy now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, and everyone else will be hearing it too, but I'll totally change your voice so nobody will know it's you. But um, so I just recently, in the past week or so, you know, we're making love and, I, and, I, and I start, and, she, and I'm licking her. I said, well, you know, tell me your fantasy while I lick you. And she, and she doesn't. And she apologizes for it. So so then I realized we were doing a doggy style. So I said, uh, I think it was the one that did the five black guys. Yeah, that girl on your pod, podcast. Yeah. So I started talking about last gangbang. And I started talking about how it would be with a gangbang. And, you know, because she's, she's got a deep throat and a deep pussy. So I've said this to her in the past, like, let's put 12 inches up your pussy and 12 inches down your throat when she's so short. Maybe they meet in the middle. And she'll look at me and go, what are you trying to do, make me horny? And so, so she's, so, you know, so she's, she's there. Yeah. But she, so it's just a matter of how do you find two guys with 12-inch cocks and how do you, I don't know, it's just, that's the struggle is. I think, listen, I think you can. I think when Craigslist, and we're going to wrap it up now because under quarantine, I don't have many hours to myself. But let me just tell you this, that like when there was, when Craigslist was around, it would have been probably really easy for you to find that. You're not looking for a woman, which I think is harder when you're a couple. You're looking for 
like if you put an ad out right if your girl said i'm down with having other guys fuck me and you put an ad out looking for like two well-hung guys to fuck my wife you're gonna find guys okay it's just gonna be a matter of like who you're gonna pick you know what i mean and where you're gonna post that ad i don't know where people do it now because craigslist isn't around but i really feel like it won't be that hard but right now because we're all the whole fucking world is quarantined it's gonna be a while but you know let me know when that goes down that's interesting because i would never post it that way it's always been looking for a guy to do me and to do her just to flat out have her post I'm looking for two well-hung men. That, yeah, I have a thought but, of that. But and also, if you do it from your standpoint, like I'm looking for two, you know, two guys to fuck my wife, you might find more okay. bi guys because you want the guys to be bi too because you want to dabble with them, yeah. right? So I think if it's more yeah. from your point, it's the cuckolding thing is is uh, a part of it. And it's more so a lot of times it's more bi guys that are into that. So I think if you make sure that you're included in that, you're more likely to right. get... Uh, by guys that want to do it, but I yeah. think it'd be, you yeah. know, you have to put it in there like I want guys to fuck my wife while I watch, and I don't think, and I think it should come from you, like I said, not just your wife, okay. but from you. Yeah. Right. Add that in yeah. and see what you get, but I don't think it'll be hard for you to find guys that way. Right now, it's going to be hard because we are talking during right. the yeah. quarantine, yeah. and it's difficult. I'm glad right. I got to talk to you for this long. I, you know, my son interrupted us a million times, but I'll edit yeah. that shit out. Nobody will hear it. Yeah. But thank you for, you know working through it with me yeah. and you know patiently telling your story and uh i'll keep you posted when i air it but it'll be yeah, soon and, uh, thank you for being a therapist i've never told anybody this stuff before yeah so, it's good right I, as far as my as far as my that glory whole shit yeah no and, that, and, um, but I, when I, you hear I, it back I, it'll be really interesting for you you'll see thank you because i did tell my wife about the, the pedophile and the guy that did brought me and showed me masturbation. I don't think I told him about the guy that he was putting the pecker in my mouth, but she now we're talking about that guy. It was a big dog, my friend. I, mean, I need to call him up. And she's like, yeah, that's fine if you know this guy. And I said, well, you know his sister. His sister's married to my uncle. And she's like, she's like okay, well, I don't, I don't you know. Your uncle's wife is a whack job anyway. So then it's like, how do I approach my friend, you know? It's like, but, so, like, wait a minute, I, I have a secret. You, you know, so we have secrets. I got a secret for you. I want you to fuck my wife. And right, I imagine. I'm 99.9% sure you'd say yes. Yeah, well, listen, so, when the, yeah. when the quarantine comes off and you go do these things, please call me and come back on my show and give us an update. Probably by the end of the year. I mean, you know, a couple months, this stuff is going to blow over. Yeah. I'm assuming by like September, yeah. maybe hopefully things will be back in action so when you get those things going down let me know um and let me know what you think after you listen to the show and thank you so much for calling in okay kathy thank you and being so honest sorry okay thanks Bye. bye bye welcome to the strictly anonymous podcast conversations with online strangers we place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your grief flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Kathy.